Right, well, as I fade the ukulele music out, that must be one thing. It's time for another podcast. I know it's only been a week since we were last with you, but here we are again. So it's a Monday night we're recording this, and all will be revealed shortly. So Nick, Nick is with me. Bruce was with me, but he just seems to have... <laughs> oh, he's back, he's back, he's back. He's back. <laughs> right, so a very warm welcome to episode 27 of the Malt Travail podcast. And a very exciting one, this one, because we are, we are freshly back in our, in our homes after our little Christmas bimble um, around West Yorkshire and East Lancashire, Greater Manchester. Although these boys managed to get out again yesterday as well. So they might also tell us a bit about their tales around Nairsborough Christmas market as well. So good evening, Nick. Good evening, Bruce. Good evening, good evening. Pretty cold here tonight. Freezing. It is on the uh, Storm Barrow. Let's go cut here, Bruce. No, I say we've, we've, we've got frost here and we've got Santa on the sleigh outside as well. So if you hear any Christmas music, that's what it is. Yeah. Oh, it's coming past now. Is that Father Christmas? <laughs> yeah. Santa and his sleigh. Oh, very good. Good very old good. rotary club. So might be knocking the door in a minute for some money. <laughs> Get some I'll money. Turn on lights off and pretend I'm not here. Go to the door, show us. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there'll be some copyright infringement well, there somewhere. Well, we're, we're, we're well in the Christ, Christmas mood then. So as we mentioned in the last podcast, uh, episode 26, we were planning to meet up um, on the first Saturday in December, which we duly did at a, uh, a rather windswept Dewsbury at around uh, 11.30. And then the wind was all right. To... It was the rain that killed it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we managed to. Uh, well, we managed to have quite a good afternoon, didn't we, guys? It was. Uh, it was quite busy, um, and unfortunately, that did wreak havoc a little bit with our um, recording. So we have a couple of recordings that we made live. So we're going to fill those in, build those into this evening's podcast, um, and then for those on YouTube, uh, with lots of pictures and a couple of little videos that will make you laugh, hopefully. So I think it was all in all, gent. It was. A, it was a good old afternoon, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was a shame that weather in us. But no, it was good fun. It was nice to see a bit of a bit of life, really, wasn't it? How much longer we carried on like that for? But uh, <laughs> goes to show how popular that is. I mean, we did that donkeys years ago. Yeah, I have to say, I wouldn't would rush back and do the ale trail. To be honest with you guys, mm. I'd much rather stop in one city, finding pubs that are pubs and not being used and abused by drunken idiots. To be honest with you, <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> We managed to find a couple of really good pubs, didn't we? Like, I mean, certainly Nuddersfield, the Rat and Ratchet and the Grove, which were quite quiet, really, when we were in there. And they were great. I think you're right. I think the Meccas, um, the Dewsbury um, Refreshment Room, sorry, West Riding Refreshment Rooms, the Staley Bridge Buffet Bar, uh, uh, Slaithwaite, Slawith, were quite busy, weren't they? they were, and, we, and we didn't do what, you know, we, we made a decision not to do every pub on that line because um, it was quite busy. Uh, we, uh, we, uh, I initially met... Um, some, um, what we guess are young Tories, um, <laughs> something out of tankards on Huddersfield Station. I've got my Jewsby connection. Unfortunately, we kept bumping into them then as we, as we went through the day. Well, think, Although, they did break up a little I, bit, didn't they? No, I was trying to think of high life and low life. I think the high life was one of them slipped in his pit at the Brogues <laughs> that couldn't cope with the Yorkshire He got quite a cropper actor there. I, I think he put his <laughs> knee, yeah. So, he, he, did so his, he did the ostrich splits, put it that <laughs> yeah. way. One so, leg one way, one leg the other way. And we just we're mainly going to... We're merely going to focus on our little beer trip. So a little bit of beer news. Just I've just thought I'd throw these two. Actually, we were, were um, hangover from the week before. Actually, we mentioned in episode twenty-six. It was a very busy week for beer news. So I don't know if you guys picked this up. That uh, for the first time, I think in twenty odd years, um, just at the end of November, they had a trussing in ceremony at Thixton's. Wow. As we mentioned, we were talking about beer from the wood, weren't we? We obviously Sam Smith do that, um, but. For the first time in a long, long time, an uh, apprentice cooper, because obviously um, Theakston still do uh, a lot of their beer in wood. Um, and I think, yeah, for the first time in 20 years, we had a trusting in ceremony. And that okay. happens when a cooper passes their apprenticeship uh, and becomes, a, you know, whatever the word is, a, a fully skilled journeyman, it says there, barrel maker. So I thought that was quite nice. So just, uh, you know, again, we've talked a little bit about traditions. Um, and all, all credit to impressive that isn't it five years yeah. okay. and all well, credit think, to Thigson's for keeping that going I think they're fortunate because one of the last Coopers who was actually teaching he was based at um, where's that spot up near Easingwall Bruce that uh, retail park where the library is oh. Thorpe uh, Thorpe Arch yeah mm. near Weatherby near Weatherby yeah 
Well, but yeah, Thorpe Arch, and I think there was a guy who was who was Cooper up there, and he was teaching up there. So obviously, these Yorkshire breweries, they've got somebody's nearly on the doorstep to to pass the art on, which is is essential, really, because I think they were down to maybe the last three or four. So yeah, so you and you and Finlay is the new Theakstons, Um It says there, what's he called? He's called their staff Cooper now. Although part of the ceremony involved in being rolled around the brewery in a purpose-built hogshead barrel, which is a 54-gallon <laughs> cask, in front of an audience of colleagues, friends, and family. So, uh, yeah. Was, was it a barrel in, full of beer? It says, in earlier times, the candidate would have been doused with the likes of stale beer and shavings. <laughs> so, anyway, great, great stuff. Well done, Ewan. And uh, hopefully we'll be drinking some beer from the wood uh, very shortly. And I just thought I'd throw this one in for Nick, because we know Nick's kind of... Um, Affinity to uh, all things craft beer, so I, I noticed like that. that Wainwright are doing a new, uh, a new a billboard poster, I guess, which just says "crafted, not craft," and a nice bottle of Wainwright leaping out out of some Lakeland mm. fell there. So uh, fairly short. Hipsters like it. So fairly short videos because let's get on with our beery highlights. So the beery highlights were um, revisiting somewhere that we talked about in episode six, which was the Trans Pennine Real Ale Trail. I think personally, I've only been to one of these, one or two of these pubs probably in the last 10, 15 years. I know Nick and Bruce, you've kind of savvied around this line a little bit, haven't you? You've had a few trips out yeah. to kind of Huddersfield Way and places. Um, but it's probably, I don't know, I must be getting on 15, 16, maybe longer than that since we three of us all did this trip together. Lot quieter uh, then. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, we did, we gave it quite a lot of uh, build up in episode six and we talked about the kind of the, the highs and lows of it. So anyway. Uh, whether the decision to do it in the uh, start of December, in uh, the middle of uh, what, what was the last storm we had, Arwin, what it was called, that we've got a new one coming now, haven't we? Oh, yeah. um, which we kind of hit the tail off, really. So the plan at least was, and, and Nick put quite a, a meticulous plan together, is that we yeah. were going to meet in Dewsbury. So we both kind of set off either side of the country. So I set off from the, the West Coast main line from Stoke via Manchester. Uh, Nick set off from Moulton via York and then met with Bruce at York and then headed to Leeds and then jumped on the uh, the Huddersfield line train. The plan was we'd meet around about 11.30 in Dewsbury and we were either then going to um, spend some time in the market because Dewsbury's got a very impressive outdoor market or the plan was to head towards the Leggers, which is a, a pub down by the canal, which we mentioned in episode six, um, and then either look for another couple of pubs in Dewsbury or head back to the West Rider Refreshment Rooms. We would then get on to Huddersfield and Nick has suggested that we did the Rat and Ratchet, uh, the Grove, the Sportsman and the Magic Rock Tap. And then obviously there are also two bars actually on the station at Huddersfield, so we do one of those. Uh, Bruce then was quite keen, because I thought you'd been to, before I did Bruce to uh, Slaithwaite or Slawit, as it's called in the local vernacular. Uh, the plan there was to do the Swan, the Commercial and or a Shoulder, sorry, the Shoulder of Mutton, uh, Bruce came up with some harebrained taxi escapade, Nick, didn't he, where we were jumping in a taxi for 36 minutes to del- delve into the, the depths of the York to Lancashire border. Um, but yeah. I think we made a unanimous decision said, no, we're not doing that. Um, we kind of, we were, we were not sure about Marsden. Um, again, we mentioned Marsden quite a lot in episode six. Um, the Riverside Brewery Tap is certainly worth a visit. And we also like the railway, which is just on the way down. And then the plan was then to get towards Staley Bridge at around about kind of half five, six o'clock. Um, have a couple of farewell beers, and then we'd both split and go back our our various ways. So that was the plan. Didn't quite work out like that, but uh, all will be revealed. So anyway, the first stop was Dewsbury, and we weren't too bad. I think I got there about 11.26. My trains were pretty much on time. Uh, Nick and Bruce, you were slightly delayed, weren't you? Were you delayed at Leeds? Uh, we No, we set from York. Set from York. But we did, we get a bang in 15 minutes later. We will get 25% refund of, uh, of our single partial journey, which we will duly be claiming. So that will pay for the first beers then in, uh, in the refreshment yeah. room. So it doesn't really need a great deal of introduction, the West Riding refreshment rooms. Actually, I did notice, you know, we, we picked up the uh, Tyke Taverner, which is the um, heavy, was that the, it's a Bradford, isn't it? The Bradford camera area. And unfortunately, the guy who set up beer houses. Uh, he actually recently died. There was actually an obituary for him in there. So uh, I think we mentioned we mentioned him quite a lot because he he set up the West Riding and then obviously the um, Stilly Bridge Buffy Bar is now part of that chain. There are quite a few places. So basically, it's an, a really interesting building. This from the outside it looks like a I don't know an Elizabethan manor hall, doesn't it? Um, okay. Or a very old station because it's all covered in ivy now. 
But then on the on the platform side, obviously, it just looks like like a normal refreshment room. So this is right on platform one in Jewsby Station. Um, so I got there about eleven twenty six, which it was fairly busy. It had been, uh, you know, it had been open for about half an hour. Uh, managed to get a table in the front in the first room. Again, I'm just going to move our pictures for those of you that are on uh, YouTube um, on that right side. And that's looking towards the door that goes out onto the station platform. Um, and again, the entrance for those on YouTube is on the left. That's the, the uh, that's platform one. Um, and I began with a, a, a salt air beer that was um, n- not to Nick's liking, and Bruce again wasn't too sure. It's like one of those milkshakey beers that uh, was very nice. Actually, it was it was good. So that was pint one. So Nick and Bruce mentioned to me that they were going to be slightly delayed, um, but in due course they arrived. The SWAT team arrived through the doors, um, and I think at that point I think you brought the rain with you because it was just about to start to absolutely heave it down. To the certain point that if you can see again on those on YouTube in the back of behind Bruce's head there is with a beer garden and there was a there was a, a river literally coming into the bar wasn't there um, down there from the outside and, and the landlord You've trying to the sweep it all back place up. Well, though, haven't you? Yeah, you've captured the atmosphere of the place well, really. Yeah. yeah. Just a yeah. shame that was it. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, there's a fire at either end, isn't it? So the bar's kind of in the middle. There is kind of a, there's a room as you go in there. There's then the bar with a few seating areas and there's another where the outdoor, the door onto the outside of the station is on the other end. In fact, we, we, we migrated towards that end because of the fire. Actually, I think we'd have been better staying where we were, to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was a quite a nice, that end. And again, we Bruce, mentioned already Bruce, the... Bruce was, Bruce was concerned that, the, that we were we were occupying that block space and we sat <laughs> reading his paper, to which I was trying to say to Bruce, but Bruce, Michael was here first. And all Bruce kept saying was, what? Hey, hey, you are. <laughs> No, actually, he was there. Oh, there. Gave, gave oh, was table for eight. But it, it was a table for eight, and was, he was taking up quite most of it himself. And again, mm. again, back to those on YouTube. If you look on the right-hand picture, um, you, that's where the toffs are. Um, and he, he, the, the guy with his back has got his tankard. I don't know what Mister Bo, Mister Bowtie man, where his tankard went. So anyway, um, yeah, that was one of the slight uh, downsides of the day was meeting quite a few inebriated um, various classes of people. I would say because. Again, and I think when we were at uh, Slawit, we were trying to do some recording and <laughs> some started bagging on the side of the little shelter where we were. So, so there we go. What did you end up drinking in here? I'm going to say I should go and grab my notebook, really, shouldn't I? Because I've got it in notes. I, I had a Key Brewery in Blonde oh, Star. It was really, really that's nice. Right. That's right. And yeah. I, was on, I was on Madison's Full House. And then we had a, right. to try, time to try a landlord, half a landlord, which was really, really that's good. It. So yeah. 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 And we hey. we were sat by the window um, and we could just see the rain coming and coming and coming. So we decided, you know what, we're not going to move anywhere. We will await the next train, um, so yeah. which we did. So we spent about probably about an hour there in the end, didn't we? Yeah. Um, just had a good yarn catching up. Um, so in the end, we we said, right, we'll just jump on the train to Huddersfield. And actually, I think, and then for those in the pictures there, we kind of just caught it about right, I think, in that there was a slight yeah. gap in the weather um, as we got the train. So... Um, right outside there is a train arriving at Dewsbury Station. Bruce and I had to take a picture of trains because it would attract more people to listen to the podcast and watch the YouTube channel. So um, <laughs> that's one of their new trans-Pennine Italian jobs, isn't it, Nova. Bruce? Yes. No, yeah. Nova, as they called them. Right. Well, the okay. same as the Azul, the LNM. So Nick's, good, Nick's yeah. just consulting the beer manual that he kept on the day. But I think we've got it yeah, right. Yeah, so right. Mike's, Mike's first pint was a Saltair Freestone. That don't know whether it was freestone. It looked like it was quarry stone. By Orange it. stone. It was that. That was a cloudy. Uh, yeah, Bruce, you are the Anarchy Brewing Blonde Star, and I the Mullinson's Full House, which I think was uh, a good start to the day. And like you say, because the train was delayed by eight minutes, we sided we could squeeze in a quick cheeky half of uh, Taylor's Onlord, uh, for which a pint and a half was five pound ninety five. So sounds about right for landlord, doesn't it? But. Uh, Otherwise, the beers weren't too bad in there. Uh, I think range around about the three fifty mark in the in the refreshment rooms. And uh, all in good form, really. Even the landlord wasn't bad. It was uh, we all quite enjoyed the beers in there. So I say we uh, we left there after about just under an hour, um, and we managed just we had about a ten minute walk. I think not ten minute wait, about an eight minute wait while the train came in. I think that was slightly late again, wasn't it? So why we managed to do a quick recording uh, on the station. So I'm just going to play that now. Um, so this was recorded live on Saturday. Right, well, here we are. We're on the Jewsby station. We have just delighted from the West Riding refreshment rooms and we are awaiting the train to Huddersfield. 
It's uh, very Greek and rather damp Transpennine today. We've just uh, had a couple of what, 45 minutes or so in the West Riding, in the in the West Riding refreshment rooms. Great atmosphere uh, in there. It's very warm, very foggy. Uh, there's one fire which we kind of moved towards, and we've had uh, we've sampled uh, tuna's sampled what four or five different yeah, yeah. beers. It was on good form. It's pretty busy. Um, looks a bit quieter now. I think York Market and uh, a few people on the trail. So we're just. Just debating whether we what we do in Huddersfield because it's uh, it's still selling it down at the moment. But so far, gents, uh, good start to the little, little Ooh, Christmas top, top trip. Nice. It's kept in great condition, though, isn't it? I thought it was nice and cosy in there. Uh, it's a bit of a Christmas vibe. Lots of obviously people out meeting from all around Yorkshire. Yeah, great. I enjoyed it. Fine Yorkshire drizzle. Mate, they're, they're all in here because there's no other pubs in Jersey, is there? Well, the ones we looked at were about 25 minutes to <laughs> scramble, weren't they? So we decided to stay where we were. Yeah, and we managed to get a table, which was good because it was. Uh, I got there a bit early than these guys. I managed to get a table and, and then Bruce spotted a table by the fire. So as always, I think as the trains come and go, the pub kind of follows that rhythm doesn't it and missed out on pork pies though yeah missed out, it, Nick's yeah. a bit concerned because we haven't been we haven't crashed out the pork pies Jewsby Market I think we've practically yeah. sent, sent Nick away there Bruce and uh, yeah, yeah, there. I've fetched them that have been better so I've had a pint of salt air in there Bruce you want a pint of uh, I had Anika Brewer in uh, Bronze Star which is an excellent excellent and then we had probably the finest landlord we had for a long long time it was almost reminiscent of the landlord of old I thought Talking of pies, there's a Wigan train just coming in. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> jump on that train, you've got some good pies. Nick, Nick you had a what you start with the Mallinson's. Mallinson's free house. Mallinson's are a local brewery. Uh, that was, yeah, very nice. Slight citrus twang to it, but not too much. And then, yeah, the landlord was, I think I would close my eyes and he'd give it to me. I don't know that I'd identify this landlord, but it was a nice beer. Okay, and I started on the Saltair uh, Freestone. Which that was very hazy, uh, which these two kind of pull the nose up, but it was in good form. Looked like craft beer. Uh, we um, we managed to slightly dodge. Oh, well, I didn't. We got with the tanker boys. So there's a, a group of young Tories who were doing the. Uh, the really tanker with a T or a W. Yeah, well, uh, yes. So anyway, they're doing 15 minutes per pub. So thankfully, they weren't there very long. And this train looks very busy. It's just come from Leeds. Oh, I got about 30 uh, people just piling yeah, into the uh, pack full of blokes. So, I've got about 50 people that are all going to the refreshment room. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be a very different vibe in there well, they look, No, they look sensible blocks for us. They all look older than us. So I say, we've got a little bit of delay on the westbound uh, lines today. So we've got about a seven, seven minute wait for our next train. Uh, so hopefully we'll catch up with it at some point in Huddersfield. So Bruce will be happy it's 15 minutes because that means free beer. <laughs> Yeah, so that was the atmosphere that we gave it there because uh, that was the Wigan train just uh, revving up and going. So it's gone a little bit quieter now on the station. Uh, so I say, yeah, the planets we're off to Huddersfield now. That's our next stop. Uh, we still keep an eye on the weather because it's pretty, pretty damp. I think so far so good. So that was uh, that was our live recording with with real train noises and the lot on Jersey Station. So I came out quite well, didn't it, guys? Actually, it was quite good that. Um, but like you say, the timing was right because I think we're just getting there at that little bit earlier. So that train came in at around about, I guess, like 12 20, didn't it? And like you say, there was about 50 guys got off it and went straight to the refreshment rooms. Uh, there were quite a few bar stuff on, uh, but I would imagine there would be quite a wait uh, with that, that load of people going in. So we jumped on the train, but I'm just going to stop the share and just, I'm just, I mean, we can need to, I need to just add the, try and add the sounds this time because we need to have a bit of sound on this next let's set of, uh, Eclipse. Uh, so we set off to Huddersfield, which was our, we always kind of planned, I think, to spend a little bit more time in Huddersfield, because again, as we said before, some cracking beers. Um, it wasn't quite like the picture or for those on YouTube with a lovely picture of Harold Wilson there with the beautiful blue skies over the, uh, I don't know, what is that classical Roman railway station? It's quite an impressive railway station, isn't it, Huddersfield? And that whole square is really as well. In fact, there was a Christmas market, wasn't it? They looked very bedraggled. Uh, was it ice skating rink or something that I, we didn't even tent, yeah. we just shot by that didn't we really to get, get past it so we came out of Huddersfield station into what all can only be described as a West Yorkshire monsoon and that it was absolutely flying it down so again I think me and Bruce had made a manageable decision that we were going to get a taxi <laughs> Nick was determined that we'd walk um, but I think even by the time we got the taxi rank we were pretty wet already so um, but I've got to say the next pub was one of my highlights of the day really I've never, I've not been here before, um, but yeah. these two guys have. So just on the other side of the inner ring road, 
um, and down a um, down a fairly steep road that by the time we we got to the pub looked like a little bit like a new river calder running down there. Um, so we went to the Osset Brewery at the Rat and Ratchet, gentlemen. You have been here before, haven't you, Bear? No, I don't think I have. All right, yeah, many years ago, <laughs> it was it was always the the big railway haven in uh, Huddersfield. Uh, it's been taken up by Osset Brewery, and it's nice. It's nice. It was a little bit rough and readier uh, before Osset have gone in there, and uh, they do spend a bit of money on pubs. It's tidy, large pub, really quite comfortable and warm, wasn't it? It maintained its character. Um, funny, really. I do remember the Rat and Ratchet being just a little bit rough around the edges, had that real, that real ill feel. Some people might think it's just a bit too tidy now in a strange sort of way, but you know, it was nice. But it was nice. Well, it's it's the White Rat Tap, isn't it? Because obviously, obviously, it's own White Rat Brewery. Well, the brewery's uh, in the bit, isn't it? The yeah, brewery's yeah. downstairs, isn't it? Yeah. But White Rat Brewery, you always just be a little bit of a mystery until uh, Osset don't make any don't make any bones of it. It's out. It's part of our group now. But uh, I don't know whether it was independent. Then Osset bought it out or what. But for a while, it was like, well, where is White Rat Brewery actually based? And, who owns it? Um, so yeah, it, they, they they call it. They, they, I think they see it as their their tap, don't they? Yeah. Although the the actual the uh, rat beers weren't were massively. Uh, I don't know. I thought they were. Were they? Yeah. No, they were. No, they were. And I presume some of those are brewed by us, though, aren't they? Now some of those rat beers because you couldn't have brewed. I mean, there was about I don't know how many there was on. There was a they had a hell of a range of beer on, didn't they? In here, it was a, it was a fantastic range. Um, yeah, I would think you had about 10, 10 beers on, didn't they? Yeah. Anyway, the picture on the right is Bruce and Nick just having I like you from the taxi uh, and giving us thumbs up. And we, we found a very nice little bit, which I guess is kind of most like the library corner. Um, and again, for those looking at the YouTube, we were in that window on the right there in the slightly the bit that's slightly downhill. So it was a nice little spot, really, to watch the rain running so fast. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my favourite pub of the day, because to me, it, yeah. was a, it was a proper pub. And like you say, it was nice and quiet. There was some different areas, all quite traditional little areas that you could occupy yourself and it was yeah comfortable and again nick did a nice picture of the uh, beer board there so they had their ratmus pudding beer on they had bit butter butterly they had limelight they had king rat less bitter white rat silver king and yorkshire blonde and then the salt craft keg as well were the hexagon project north south divide and jute and then there was also house lager so as nick said a fantastic range of beers really uh, and about three fifty, well, no, three twenty a pint, three seventy yeah. a pint, fifty five a pint, so very reasonable. Um, and we had again, we had, I think we all had something different, didn't we? You no, know, I, I think I was on White Rat, which is very nice. Yeah, you had the White Rat, Bruce had the Silver King, and I started with the Butley, which has, has replaced their uh, brunette. That's uh, Aussie, though, isn't it? Their, Butley. Yeah, he used, used to do their brunette. It, it's yeah. now now Butley. And so I, we each had a pint of that, and then we went on to the the Christmas beer just once again. Whilst we're deciding what we're going to do, because I was trying to keep us to a schedule half an hour in each pub, 30 minutes each pub. So we decided to go for the Ratmus pudding, which is the Christmas right, one. Yeah. Um, and I think that was a <laughs> price at one one fifty. Yeah, well, it must have been pint, isn't it, Bob? Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I've got I've got four ninety nine here, so I don't know how that came about. Right. Really. Um, um, and the, the great thing about the library was they had a copy of the twenty twenty two camera real real ale guide, which is what I'm reading there. So again, we did do a quick check of the pub. So. I've got a picture of, all right, so here we've got, we've got our, our first pint there for those on YouTube on the left-hand side, which look very fine. Yorkshire pints, all tight the sparkler. Uh, there's a picture of Nick there just making up, we've got the notes, she's making up the beer notes. Mentioned that we, our first time in a long, long time, we actually came across a camera, uh, um, local magazine, the Tyke Taverner. In fact, a lot of the pubs had this in, didn't they? Um, and then as Nick mentioned, we finished off our little time in here with the half of the Ratman's Christmas pudding beer, which are those. Ratman's pudding. Little almost kind of mini Guinnesses that you can see on the right hand side there for those looking on YouTube as well. I didn't mind that. Um, I think it had quite a cinema initial hit, didn't it? And then it kind of, yeah, it was, yeah, it kind of, I don't know, I grew on me, but I think Bruce, you had a first, you quite liked it. Then it kind of, yeah, it got a little bit didn't towards the end, didn't it? Yeah. Well, it was, it was thick, wasn't it? It was very yeah. viscous. Yeah, it was only about five, Lovely, was it five two, though, on wasn't it? it? Five two percent. Uh, it wasn't over. Yeah, five, five and a half, I think. Yeah. Um, I can't remember whether me or Nick took this picture, but uh, this is what for those on YouTube. This is what we. This is what we're staring out of that window. I know Nick's schedule had gone to pot a little bit now. Uh, yeah, well, it I, was, I took I, it at the the monument at the top of the hill. Oh yeah, yeah. And if you watch uh, the Yorkshire Vet, now they've moved to a practice just outside Huddersfield. I think yeah. it is when they do the aerial drone shot. I they think they that. show the monument right. there. So by now it was absolutely slinging it down, wasn't it? It was horizontal. It was it was blowing a hoolie. 
as I say, that 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 road outside the pub was running with water all the way across it. So we were we were wondering about building an arc at some point. But we decided, no, no, we'll move on. So actually we had a quick chat with the guy behind the bar who was very good um, about how do we get the grow. Again, Bruce was quite liking the idea of, of getting a uh, an Uber XL or something. Uh, but the guy said, it's five-minute walk, literally. You go up and around the corner, um, which is kind of what we did. And we ended up, um, yeah, uh, in a very state of, of whatever. So I don't think these are going to play. Oh, we go. So for, again, for those on YouTube, we're just running a couple of videos that nicked up of myself and Bruce staggering up the hill there from, just around the corner from Rat and Ratchet. Like and two we superheroes. We're just Ghost walking past the, uh, this is the Calder Valley Leisure Centre that we're walking past. So, as thinking. you can see. And Nick's going to pan around for us now and show us our next venue, which is there. Looks like a Job Centre Plus with that green logo. <laughs> <laughs> So, so that was a trip from the, and it was a five-minute walk, slightly uphill, uh, from the Rat and Ratchet, uh, around the corner, past the centre, to the Grove. Now, again, this is a pub. I don't think we'd, us, I know any of us have been to this one. Well, it's, no, been, it's been well, it's not fully new, actually, because, again, the guy behind the bar said, no, no, we've been here for, like, 15 years, and before that it was here. Uh, but it's certainly it's a pub that we haven't been to. It's, it's slightly out of the kind of city centre, down centre, uh, mm. but definitely well worth a visit. Uh, certainly, if you're into your beer, uh, it was a great, great uh, venue for us. So we walked in. Uh, it was again. It was fairly about half full, wasn't it? If, on a yeah. Saturday, it was about two o'clock mm. by now. Uh, again, fantastic range of caspias. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen caspias on, and then I think we counted twenty kegs on. They had more um, keg on, yeah. Yeah, so a fantastic range of beers, and again, a big, big place, wasn't it? It was a big, yeah. big place, not not traditional, but yeah. uh, inside, very, very strange. But uh, you could certainly absorb a lot of people in there. Uh, as you say, we'd never seen anywhere, I think, wasn't it? Three nights, yeah. Mm. Uh, and again, a real eclectic, really. Again, if you're looking on YouTube, that's the main bar at the, on the right hand side there, and it's got scaffolding poles and neon lighting. Um, and actually, we sat around the back where there's kind of a taxidermy room. So, again, it's quite a nice, uh, like a conservatory, wasn't it? With a, yeah, it was, with yeah. a little peak mm. there, and we got on the, the very nice uh, red leather sofas there. And as you can see, we were sampling a fair few beers. Me and Bruce went on the halves to get more in. Uh, Nick's up to his Yorkshire pints. And as you can see there, just glimpsed through the uh, window there, there was a very nice uh, beer garden as well, which unfortunately was slowly sinking underwater. So uh, we, we stayed Big there. But again, we had another good, what, probably about 45 minutes to an hour in there. Um, again, yeah. nice nice guys behind the bar. Um, again, this chap there managed said he'd take a picture for us. That was really good as well. And again, we managed to do another recording So while we're in there. So this one's a little bit longer. So I'll just play you down the recording that we made uh, and this was in the Grove Huddersfield. That umbrella one was good though, wasn't it, Rose? The, uh, the brolly was a bit of a nightmare, but yeah. the cake would cake work well on yeah. it. <clears throat> Touch some smiling glances on people in cars. Yeah, well, that's, uh, that's... Should have had him on oh, that crossing. <laughs> Are you two shot across that crossing? Care of the community. And then that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so we're in the Grove now in Huddersfield. Uh, some some very very nice beers. Please, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking. I chose two halves of the pack. We've got vocation bread and butter, uh, which is absolutely delicious, and um, um, uh, a wild eye. Which brewery is it? Wild eye. Which brewery? Wild eye, wasn't it? Yeah. But it was very. Nice. I need to look at the very extensive blackboard. So it's, it's, it's a mobbery word, Jim. No, but apparently she it. But it's pretty quirky actually. They've got a lot of uh, stuffed animals. Wild craft, uh, wild eyebrows. Wild craft, wild eyebrows. Craft in Is that allowed on the? No, wild craft is the name of the brewery. Oh. So, well, forgive them that. It's clear. It looks like proper oh, beer. You describe this place. I mean, they've trawled the second and third warehouses and come with loads of red dye. The book. Yeah, it's, uh, well, it's, it's got a really good vibe in the modern uh, back extension. Yeah. But these church pews. We're on red, red, red leather settee. Yeah. It's that pub where you can find where you feel you feel comfortable, don't you? Really, staff are, staff are very, very friendly. They look to themselves to a serious, it was so great. Massive choice of beers and a fantastic pricing. I think possibly the cheapest party drive for I've ever seen in my life three pounds nights for a pint. That's pretty amazing for Jaipo. And then a nice day, a nice outside drinking area as well. On a nice day, which is not today, because it's still oiling it down. We, we, um, we've just come from the Rat and Ratchet, where the, <laughs> there was biblical <laughs> water running down the... You know, I wanted to get a taxi, yeah. You're from Midlands uh, now, that was normal, really. Bruce, Bruce was getting Wait, quite concerned. Drizzle. <laughs> so, uh, so, I'm on a Brass Castle um, snow... 
Eater. Snow Eater, Italian. which is very nice. And then a marble. You can, t- you can tell it's me that's keeping the book and keeping yeah. the And a marble well. pint, which is very nice. Uh, and Nick's on the so pint. Castle Snow, Snowflake and marble pint, which is uh, easily described. And I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a pint of uh, location bread and butter. Which, yeah, it's different, bro. It's not citrusy. Yeah. It's not citrusy. It's insane. It's almost a. It's a, a, almost a, a very right fruit bowl overtone there, isn't it? Yeah. It's not your side. Well, it's dry as well. It is dry as well, yeah. That's right, like, finished to it. That's yeah. quite strong, that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Definitely well, I mean, a unique taste. That, I mean, what? Keg beer wise, what? They must be. Blimey, the more the cake. Two, four, six, oh, God. Yeah. Well, it must be 20 cake beers. Yeah. 27 cakes and about yeah. 27 cakes. A dozen casks. Yeah. 12, yeah. 12 yeah. casks. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, very nice. So, this is, this is the pub that we talked about in episode yeah. six that we yeah. haven't actually been in since it got, re- well, we've done 15 years, apparently, but that tells you how long we've been drinking out here. So, yeah. We've got some things above us that are staring down here. But not being. And it's, uh, it's steady in it for Saturday. It's kind of uh, what 50% full, or something. You know, it's you know, so all good. So, yes, yeah, Ram Ratchet was quite nice, wasn't Ram it? Ram Ratchet was nice. We uh, we got a taxi actually because it was still very, very wet. So, again, we all sampled um, a range of beers in there. I had the White Rat, Nick, you had the Butterly, and we finished with the Christmassy beer there, Ratmus beer, which was uh, a bit split between us, wasn't it? I quite liked it as a spicy stout. Um, Nick, you were okay with it, but you wouldn't probably want to have Yeah, well, I tried their uh, Snow Rat uh, in my local, in uh, local Old Malton the other, the other day. It's a good beer. It looked tremendous, but it just had that spicy taste to it. It wasn't quite right. Now, when a beer's darker, whether it's a porter or a stout, if it's got a little bit of spice to it, then it's better because it's, you know, it's a bit more of a darker beer, one-off. You wouldn't want more than one pint of it anytime anyway. It's a bit like mulled wine. I mean, initially, it was, it was gen- gently licorice here. I really liked it. Then it overwhelmed a bit, really. I think the spices came through quite a bit, the quickest spices. Yeah, I think you're right. It was open crisp beer, innit? You'll get that, like, that cinnamon and that clove. Clove, yeah. Um, I'm just like, these glasses, are, we're on, like, we're, me and yeah. Bruce are on halves while we're on. Yeah, they're nice glasses. But they're they bigger. Yeah, they're they're bigger nice, yeah, yeah, they're bigger than Yeah, they're really nice. Bigger. And they're, obviously, they grow... Grove um, glass as well, Grove and Plenty. Yeah. Right, and I think you've got a, you, they're giving you a, a vocation yeah, yeah. glass, aren't they? They, yeah. they do look bigger than half pint. Yeah. Well, the half pint measure we look on it is about what a fifth yeah, of the way down, sure. and he did take it as he poured over it's that. So. A generous top, top, top tip, then. Yeah, a generous yeah. Coming half. Coming half two halves, the same beer, you probably get more. Although Nicholas in the previous pub, you moaned that you thought that you get charged more for half. So. Yeah. No, it's a general rule in the pub. If you buy two halves, it's going to cost you more than the pint. Yeah. Because it, that's how they split it down the till. Mm. Right, Ratchet was interesting, wasn't it? I mean, I was the last Ratchet right, right, about 15 years ago, and it was a bit of a real local, earthy pub. I thought it was so good. It's been Ossity Brewery-fied. I mean, my local's an Ossity Brewery pub. And yeah, it's a nice pub. They have great beers, well-kept beers. The pricing's fine. But they have almost have it. They begin to sneak in that corporate territory of Ossity Brewery, I think. All the pubs have this distinct... They feel like they're being made that's over. Straight back kind of thing, and yeah. You, you, and there's almost... They're yeah. the warm, they come in. But somehow they seem to like a bit of soul. I mean, I don't like the beer. I like what they're in. They keep the pubs alive. It's, it's a very narrow line between... Um, producing a, a an environment that can be easily maintained Bruce, and making it unique and cosy and nice and warm and hospitable. I mean we're we're looking yeah. at, we're sat here aren't we we're looking now around the room where we yeah. we've got we've got a cross on the wall over there a, 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 you know a Catholic cross we've got I think says some taxidermy bubbers we've got the skin of a muskrat something over there with a the, with the musket above it we've got some um the old Vic we've just walked past the old Vic we've got John Cooper Clark um a, a, you know, a, a gig, gig poster and the felt at the Lyceum and the Thor and the Dance Society. We've got another cupboard full of stuffed animals over there. We're on red leather sofa. That there is a punt gun. Punt gun, yeah, they're shooting the ducks. Wow. That's yeah. punt with a P. Oh, no, it's not big enough. Uh, no, it is because he used to put them on the front of the punt and shoot the no, ducks. No, that's not The barrel's too narrow, though, for that. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Into a, a ring bed. Right, yeah. And then obviously we've got the keg, uh, keg backbone over there, so it's all good. Yeah. I think he makes a good point. I think, yeah, I've got clubber, but you do make a very for point there that when you take over a pub, I mean, the Rat and Rat team was a most Huddersfield most popular radio pub, and smoke felt earthy, and it reminded very much when I went before that Henry Boone's we went to Wakefield a couple of weeks ago, and that was just oozing character, oozing character, and yeah, um, so it's a difficult one way. We don't see these pubs go, but, but I think you're right, and I think with Offset, it's all but the 
Yossi Bubsy just begin to really go a little bit. Although I like him, there's been a little bit corporate look about him. In fact, I dare say I could walk into a pub now and I could tell you straight away if it's an Ossip pub. Which is my definition of utility again, Bruce. And I say in utility as in easily maintained. Yeah. You know, because if you've got wooden bare floors, it's a lot easier to clean and sweep and mop than if yeah, you've got right. a carpet on the floor. And all your fixing and fitting as well, all your seating and stuff like that, you know. In terms of, 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 of keeping the presentation, it's a lot cheaper. And then, when you know, when, when you, you clean your stuff, you're charging 15, 20 quid an hour now. Yeah, you're right, you're right. That's what it can come down to like. So it's a very fine balance of making it unique, uh, a lovely, snug, warm, lovely place where you want to just kick back and relax, or a pub that basically you can get a lot of people through and it's still looking, you know, in, in decent because we're in people like turn around it's got shabby it's got bloody yeah. smell it's got rubber no no that's right i think it's a really good point after that bread and butter beer the more i drink the bigger they're kicking it through what is that it's extraordinary it's dry it's dry dry after taste yeah 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 absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. 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 but no but the answer this is the grove is the uh it's um it's a modern reworking they've tried to fit the full of character staff are great and staff are absolutely fantastic uh, huge choice of beers Keenly priced, yeah. I would definitely I can see it's great because you've got so many different areas. You have, yeah, yeah absolutely. No matter yeah, yeah. what, what clientele you you've like got, doing that, yeah. what, what you want to do, whether you want to meet with friends, whether you want to have a quiet beer with your missus, it's got, it's got those areas for you, which is great. So, Nick's nearly drained his pint, so we need to be thinking about what we're going to do next, really. So, pint. We've, <laughs> uh, it's, it's half past two. So we probably need to be moving on. So we're heading back towards town centre. Sportsman, I think. Sportsman. Market, market. Yeah, oh, right. by, by town centre. Yeah. Although we're going to... Um... Sportsman and then maybe Magic Rock. Uh, oh, I think we're going to get on the train and go a bit further further west. Yeah. Okay. Let me look at schedule. Okay, so yeah, that was the Grove. So yeah, we quite like that. As we said there, it was, uh, there's, a, there's a bit of a corner for everybody. Um, I think we quite enjoyed our red leather sofas, didn't we, there, gents? It was very nice. Yeah, absolutely. And I've got to say, the beer was on top form as well. So, well, so the plan, as you heard there, was we needed some kind of food. So, <laughs> and, and, here, and here, here started the next story. Um, so we wandered back into the city town centre. Uh, it was still absolutely hiding it down now. So we, we kind of worked out the market was probably going to be on its last dregs. So we well, can, can, I, we also... can I just say, as, as part of my pre-research, I'd already looked into this field and discovered found out there's no traditional butchers there anymore. If you put in pie shops in Huddersfield, you don't come up with anything. So I knew it was going to be a struggle, except there's a Crawshaw's and a some strange-named butchers supposedly market. So we went in search of the market, didn't we? Yeah. But we didn't quite get as far as the market. No, you guys not. managed to walk past the Greg's. But then when you saw the Merry England and um, it was suggested that their signature dish is a hot roast beef sandwich. And if you go on their website, they still say it's a signature dish. Now, I assume back in the time of Merry England, a lot of people couldn't read or write. So their signature was a cross. And I don't know. We might have to say that the roast beef sandwich that we were expecting compared to what we got, you could say it was a cross as far as the signature dish is concerned. It was not well, so Merry England, wasn't it? Just to say there wasn't any special butchers in uh, in Huddersfield, it was like stepping back into the 1970s, because the first thing we walked past was a wimpy. We did think about going to a wimpy and having a burger on a plate. And then I say, we, we turned on to, I guess, what is the kind of main high street in Huddersfield Town Centre, and we saw the, the red Merry England with the gold and the crown Blooming us so get up. People may Merry England were quite a big chain, they were kind of big chain of coffee houses back in the 70s and 80s. Right, and actually, yeah. I did, I, I looked again, there's actually four of them in Huddersfield alone. So, Huddersfield well, must be like the mecca of, of, of Merry England, yeah. yeah. So, so we went in there, it was pretty quiet. Uh, and we thought we'd try their signature hot beef uh, bap <laughs> with onions and gravy. Um, we were asked about eight times, do we want a drink? Do we want a drink? Do we want a drink? And he must have a drink with that. We said, no, we, we, we've had plenty of drink. We just want something to eat. So we they were given, and there's a picture of it there for those on YouTube, a, a rather anemic. It, it had quite a lot of anemic beef, well, even if it was beef. Yeah. Um, but it was certainly experienced, gents, wasn't it? Certainly an experience. Right. Mm. I remember many years ago, you could buy tins of direct Princess Rose beef. And I'm sure they bought one. I'm sure they bought a job lot. Bought them all out. That was it, so, roast beef off a joint, I don't think. perhaps... Not quite, maybe recommend the Merry England if you are uh, out about <laughs> this field. Uh, I'm sure there are other fine eating supplements. So, with that, again, it was still pretty wet. We were pretty damp by now. 
pretty miserable. <laughs> we hadn't really been sustained by by our Merry England platter. So we headed <laughs> back to the station. After a bit of a debate, we decided that we'd go into the King's Head. So the King's Head. Yeah, he's I not... want to go to the sportsman, but you guys know. We're not going any further. Let's go to the King's Head. He went through. So the King's Head is on the main entrance side of the Huddersfield um, railway station. Obviously, the Huddersfield tap is a little bit on the other side, isn't it? It's on the other side and the station on the other exit. Um, and again, as I mentioned, this is this kind of classical Roman type architecture at the front there. Uh, and we mentioned back in episode six, um, weirdly, the King's Head here has not got a, pic- pic- a picture of King Charles or King Richard II. It's got, it's got a picture of uh, what's his face? What's his name? Um, it's either Jimi Hendrix or Jimmy Phil Hendrix, Linux from. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a bit Jimmy of debate, Hendrix, isn't it, about what it was. So I've got, I've got a sense, I've got a feeling this was probably Bruce's least favourite haunt of the day. Because it's, yeah. it's a fairly carbonous place in there, wasn't it? And it, actually, yeah. the, when I looked at the pictures, it was a lot. It felt a lot busier than that. It did you? Right? Yeah. I, I think again, when we arrived there, there may be a train and just about to go. So um, it was it was really manically busy when we got in there. Everybody was was wet through. <laughs> As you can see, it was nearly ninety eight percent men <laughs> drinking <laughs> pints. Um, so it's a quite again next utilitarian space really. This is yeah. part of the old um, waiting rooms for the for the uh, station. Official child floor is that? Yeah, yeah nice, nice floor. bit of flooring. Same with the um, ceiling. I think it I was think... one again. It was it was all it was all buried off, locked away for years and years. Yeah. And whilst the guys at Piveney didn't get hold of it, um, you know, it was all unfastened and and the hoardings taken off ceilings and walls and floors and sticky horrible carpet brought up and they realised that a lot of the original architectural features are still there. Yeah. So it was, it was it did what it, it does what it says. It again a good range of beers, a quite a small bar really for the size of the room, isn't it? In yeah, that yeah. in that bottom one corner. Um, as I say, uh, maybe on a on a warmer day because um, there's, there's a nice bit of seating outside on the terrace, kind of on the side there. Um, but we actually we got we also got a table next to toilets, which 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 were in regular demand. Like I guess we've been on the train <laughs> from Dewsbury Leeds. Um, and again, I think Bruce, we we decided we'd try the. Again, probably out of um, sentimental things, we we sure. both had a, a pint of Timothy Taylor's Golden Best, didn't we? Trying to relive yeah, we our did youth. Keep buying it, don't we? Hoping we're going to get that uh, familiar taste from years gone by, and sadly, it always lets us down. And this was no exception, was it? It was. It wasn't the. They kept it really well. Yeah. It's just not the beer it was, is it? It was really. It was quite insipid, and uh, I think soon Taylor's market share will start sipping some of these beers. I mean. Mm. I mean, you would think some of the beers like people at Osset are turning out and the quality to taste. That was disappointing. But I say it was being kept really well. It's just the beer itself. It's, uh, yeah, but you see what's game, Bruce, what they've got, they've, they've got national, international fame now. And mm. so you've got people in other parts of the country who are maybe not as well gend up on what a decent pint should be. And in these other places of the country, it's still a cracking beer. And it, it is still an acceptable beer. But compared to, like you say, a lot of the competitors that we are, we're small up, up north around here. You know, compared yeah. to what we've got to compare against it now. And I guess um, they'll, they'll churn out landlord, but they'll just churn out gallons of landlord every week. And I would guess they don't brew Golden Best every week because yeah. landlord must be sent. I think I, I, I did, the guy who was on a podcast recently and he was saying that it, landlord's like 80, 85% of what, what Timmy Taylor's produce. Yeah. Um, and so that, Interna- that's why, and that's consist- international brand now. And that's consistent. You know, we know that. And, and yeah. now that's been obviously been bottled and canned. Whereas I bet yeah. they only, I bet they brew Golden Best maybe once every three weeks. So maybe it's just that consistency again that you're just not hitting it all the time right. So what were you on in here, Nick? You were, you were, you, a pint you of went, Barnsley Bitter. Barnsley Bitter, yeah. Which and is that always was fine. a good stand through. Yeah. Akon Brewery. Barnsley Bitter. So, so we just managed one more pint in here. And then we said it right. Well, it's getting on towards three o'clock now. So let's move on. So we set off to where the heart is country. Um, so again, it's not, it's a little bit, it's about what, about maybe 15 minutes down the railway from Huddersfield to Slaithwaite or Slavit, Slavit as it's called locally. Um, seven, and minutes said, seven minutes. Seven minutes. Oh, that was yeah, because Because the train was full because we went and stood up next to the first class toilets, didn't we? Mm. Again. No, we sat down, didn't we, in the end? Because I was listening to a guy, a local guy behind me who was telling another group of real ale trailers uh, where the best pubs oh, should be. Right. And, and that's yeah, why yeah. he mentioned the shoulder. Yeah. So this is where we've got a little bit of haywire. So again, Slawitz is a lovely little um, kind of moorland village. Um, I think a bit more, certainly felt a little bit more picturesque and a little more, I don't know, a bit more um, community than, than maybe Marsden is. Uh, look, there's some cracking little place, didn't there? Was, you know, the, actually, we went past the um, uh, where the Heart is bar, which looked very nice, a little bistro. 
Um, mm. And we also passed on the way back up actually a place called the Hideout, which apparently is quite new. Um, and that is what's brewed. Is that, do we say it's a magic rock uh, brew? I think, attack, yeah. I think you said it was, wasn't it? Um, anyway, but Nick's plan was to take us to the Swan. So the Swan, again, is a little bit out of the normal kind of real ale trail um, kind of tour. So unfortunately, well, on the way, um, what was also nice was most people, when they come to the station, head south down the hill. Um, or, yeah, it would be south. Whereas we went north, we went up the hill. And under the obviously very famous railway arches, which is what Slawith is quite famous for, although you don't see them in the train because you're actually on top of them. Uh, so there's Bruce admiring very much some very fine Victorian engineering. Uh, fantastic railway thing. But I'll say, unfortunately, when we got around the, that corner, um, the swan was all boarded up. And again, yeah. I did look on, on and it's to say it's permanently closed. So uh, it was a little bit of a wasted journey, but actually it wasn't nice because we had a nice little, we got a nice little stretch yeah. of legs, didn't we? We walked down some very nice little. There were streets. there were still some beer beer barrels outside. I'm surprised yeah. they have been nicked. The fact that uh, yeah. it's closed permanently. Yeah. I mean, aluminium's worth money nowadays. Yeah. Actually, I had this discussion with Mellard the week, and he was saying obviously most of the bar, most of the beers they're now getting are, those, are in those polypins. Um yeah. So and and he said and also steel now is you get it's you get more steel ke- kegs than you do aluminium kegs anymore. Mm. Uh, but he said that most of the beer they get now is in those plastic polypin things yeah. now. So anyway, we, we, people don't want to nick them because they can't use them for yeah. put beer in. Most, the, well, the two pubs on the kind of network, if you like, are very close to each other, actually, kind of at the crossroads of kind of, I guess, what the high street is in, in Slowit. Um, and we walked past the commercial, which was full of elves at this point, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> looked very busy. So we thought we might just give the elves, and actually the tankard boys were in there as well. So we actually ended up getting into the Shoulder of Mutton, which, again, was a very nice little pub, wasn't it? It was, again, oh, yeah. quite small. quite I mean, but it's nice, but it's a bit quieter. It was pretty full, although we managed to squeeze in. Well, me and Bruce managed to squeeze in and get a table. Nick had to stand, unfortunately. Yeah, because um, that's but, why... Because must point out at this point, I was given the kit at the beginning of the day, which meant that, obviously, every place we went to, I had to go and stand at the bar. You're the youngest, Nick. So, Surrounded by folks <laughs> coughing over me, You're whilst the these two, you know, did all they to do, pop to the loo, go and sit by the fire, take the We're, pre- we're pre-diabetic old people, get, so we need, we need get, to look after. Get relaxed, get settled in, and wait for me, like, yeah, some Bruce sort got his, of... Bruce even got his coat off there, the look, in the, in the shoulder. come and <laughs> serve you. Mm. So what was the beer choice there, Nicholas? So the shoulder mutton, cracking little pub, what was the beer? Getting good, it had a fairly good right oh, range, didn't it? Bradfield on, didn't it? It yeah. was. It oh, was we had three, Bradfield three, Blonde, didn't we? Three Bradfield Blondes. Yeah. Yeah. Which was which was very nice. It was. It yeah. was. Yeah. <laughs> so we had a pint in there, and then we wandered back up, and it's it's a bit of a walk up the hill there, back up towards the station, which is on kind of top of the hill there, top of the valley. Um, and say so on the way we passed the hideout, which again is somewhere we probably should have called in really. Yeah, we should, we should. Quite a small like micro bar. Um, but anyway, we got I back think, on the I think that that one's owned by the guys of the commercial, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, About the same. The commercial again is just is almost opposite the road from the shoulder, and it was fairly full. Uh, and again, the timing was quite good because we walked out of the shoulder. A group of elves were about, about to walk into the shoulder. shoulder. <laughs> so again, we headed upstairs. Um, again, we had about a fifteen-minute wait for the next train. Um, and again, again, another slightly longer ride because we, we we bypassed Marsden and we went obviously through the tunnel, and we ended up at the Staley Bridge buffet bar, which again we've mentioned several times before. This was very, very busy, wasn't it, guys? At about oh, what time was this? About half five o'clock ish, quarter yeah. past five ish. Yeah. So, um, all, all the trains, every train was people decamping in both yeah. directions now, weren't they? So it was chock a block. Yeah. Yeah. Again, the usual very fine uh, range of beers on. Um, and, and Bruce warm port scratchings. And you can see Bruce's Ooh, picture on the YouTube right, there. Yeah. Um, he's very happy that he's seen some warmer port scratchings. Where were the black peas? They're just behind Bruce's cheeky half there, you know, so I'll say. <laughs> yeah. Bruce's half. Well, I think you had to buy Bruce some port scratchings because he's very upset there. that he, 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 didn't, he asked for a pint and he bought him a half. So you had to buy yeah. some scratchings. So we had a good <laughs> crack in there. Um, I think we've got it. Oh, I thought I got a picture that. Oh, you can't quite see the. Uh, the, the beer sign at the back there. Uh, but again, I think we, we all had another pint and another half. Right, so you had Howard Town Karelia in there. That was what Bruce, you uh, had that, didn't you, I think? No, I think yeah, you had that, Mike Because oh, yeah. Bruce, had, Bruce had his half a Silver King. Oh, did, oh yeah. yeah. And uh, an Abbeydale Cryo. Oh, no, that's why I, I had the Abbeydale Cryo. That was very nice, actually. Right. Yeah. And then we had a Torside Candlewick Stout, which is what I had. That I had a pint of that. 
And you guys had half a Black Edge Dipper and another half of the Howard Town Corella. I finished up on the 8%, didn't I? To see me home. <laughs> yeah, so. that was uh, that was a Black Edge Dipper, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, again, that so was I, half of that. I think if we'd have got a table in there, um, we might have spent a bit longer in there because, again, it, it's not as great, when you, especially when you've been stood up all day. Um, and there was a birthday party going. I wasn't in the, the kind of the, the lounge room. Um, and like you say, it was pretty, pretty busy. And it, as soon as one train went and people went, <laughs> another train would come and, and, and drop everybody off, really, as well. But uh, but no, I enjoyed it in there. Again, I think if you can if you can get in there when it's a bit quieter, maybe earlier in the day. 11 in the morning um, something to be lovely. Oh, when there's a bit of an outdoor space as well. So you, you can see, yeah. you know, it, it spreads the load out a little bit. Um, and I'd say it was a pretty grim afternoon, so everybody was kind of stuck in there as well. And so at that point, I say that was I took that. Th- you boys were still in the bar at that point because I I got a slightly earlier train, so yeah. I was across on platform four, uh, and my train was delayed. Um, so I looked longingly across back back those platforms and wondered where uh-huh. I should have been back and have another another one. Uh, but again, in the end, I didn't, and I, I, it's pretty good because I managed to get a connection when I got to Manchester. I didn't have to hang around the lovely Piccadilly because um, the bar in there is not great upstairs. Um, and so that was it. And then you guys are the same. You you finished your beers and then you got on the train. Did you, did you get a train on that platform or did you have to jump on another platform? Yeah. We had on that platform. Yeah. And we were so going to have one of the York Tapper. We eventually got back to York, but York Station was insane, wasn't it, Nick? Right. There were just really thousands busy. of people at the Christmas markets. Yeah. Lots of drunk people. Uh, it was bonkers for like Edge yeah. on Saturday night. Um, and there was even a queue to get the York Tapper. And my so, train was, that was sat waiting, so right, jumped on that train. On that yeah. Uh, I have to I say that it. I'd um, I'd do the trip again, but if I did it again, I'd go on a Friday because the gangs yeah, of people. Go in the way. Yeah. Well, yeah. You can have a great day out. I'll go to Mosley, yeah. I'll go to uh, Greenbridge next time. Um, maybe get up earlier, try and have a couple of I've got to say, they were, they were mainly well-ordered, weren't they? We didn't see anybody pissing no, in people's gardens or fighting or whatever. No. They were yeah. just loud, loud and noisy, weren't they? And, uh, and, and not wearing masks most of the time, you know. Um, and you know, I mean, there wasn't much singing. I mean, yeah, they were okay, it was all right, wasn't yeah. it? It's just that, but you just when you see like 20 blokes get up a train, you just know, and you know, you're gonna have to hang around in a bar. So, um, yeah, yeah I think you're right, Bruce, probably in the week as well. Now, again, I think, well, certainly me and Bruce still, uh, me and Nick managed another one. Did you do you end up with the Fox, Bruce, on Saturday night, or did you go home? I went home, I went home. You, oh, you were good. Well, you were going out again on Sunday, though, weren't you? So, was, yeah. um, <laughs> I thought I'd better use my uh, my VIP uh, ticket at uh, uh, Titanic. So, thankfully for me, as you get off the train in Stoke, there is a Titanic bod bar. So, I went in there and I get my pound off every week. So, I had a very nice pint of Titanic iceberg. It was quite quiet, actually. Then, actually, a few people I knew had been to Manchester, the, the markets, and just said it was a nightmare because it was so wet. Every, every, you think of those wooden huts, bars in the middle of outside Manchester Town Hall, just absolutely ran with people trying to get out of the rain. So, yeah. yeah, there'll be a COVID spread probably this week. And then I jumped on the buzz because um, by this time, again, Stoke was starting to flood. So I jumped on the buzz, went up to Newcastle, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to go back to Mellard's, my, my my local, and I just popped in there for a pint and then got home. And Nick, so you did the same. Y'all had done double figures then? I think I, I hit 10, I think, yeah. Yeah, because I think I think we'd done eight uh, during our out and about. So, yeah, I, I, I jumped off the train because we were a bit earlier than I expected. So... Got to the cross keys about quarter to nine. I had a lovely pint of Abbeydale Deception in there. Yeah, yeah, I think you texted me saying, what should I have? And I should have the Abbeydale. Last time I was in there, Oh, I no, Abbeydale. I asked you where I should go. Whether I yeah. should go Brass Oh, that's Castle, right, yeah. New Malton. I said cross keys. Cross keys, yeah. or walk up to Old Malton Royal Oak. Yeah. And out the lot, yeah, cross keys. Very sad to see. It was so quiet in there. Right, quarter yeah. to nine on the Saturday night. So if anybody's going to Malton and you're looking for real ale, they don't have a massive selection on because once again, I had a quick chat with lad behind bar. It was only fourth shift. They have six or seven amples on there, but they're probably doing right. They're only keeping a couple of beers at the time because they're just not getting through it. But I must say the Abbeydale deception yeah, that I had was top form. It was lovely. Nice light beer. Last time I was in Montlai, I had that in there. It was was very yeah. good. And so, I was going to try and do double figures, but then I thought, no, I'll uh, I'll, I'll head off them. So actually, I felt all right. Uh, I think we I think we we were quite sensible. We had what a pint and a half in most pubs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I felt pretty good actually. I felt I think once I've had something to eat at about three o'clock, uh, I, I could have probably stayed on a bit longer actually back in back in Newcastle. But I went home. And then Bruce, you managed Gary. I know Bruce and Nick both ended up in Nesbrook on the Sunday. You mentioned that. It was the Nesborough Christmas market with fireworks. 
Yes. So was... unfortunately, the commercial wasn't open, Bruce. So you made do with no, the Frosties and the Weatherspoons. That was a big loss because that's part of the day. I mean, I've been going there for over twenty years now to Chris Market and fireworks, and obviously I had to miss it last year. But the highlight more the fireworks me is they actually like all the fires in the commercial because they know the rooms are going to be yeah. used that huge back yeah. room has to, you know you've got one room with two fires in one room four fires in total in that pub amazing uh, but there was a skip at the back of it uh, some building right. work going on right. so it looks as though he's looking to uh, get it reopened not abandon it like as Marcus of Granby um, so I know I say he's got 40 couples in training we've been told which will open about uh, just under 50% of the closed pubs so but that's one of them. But yeah, it looks no, big no. enough. It looks big enough to have to have rooms at place upstairs, is it, Bruce? Yeah, it's never. It's not on the um, hotel. There doesn't be an accommodation, but there might be. Obviously, another revenue stream, isn't there? You know. Um, well, that's that's where you make your money. Well, no, it's, you know, he'll do what he wants to do. And then, and then you it. ended up in in Weatherspoons drinking more Rosset beers on uh, Sunday hmm. night. We did have to say. I mean, yeah, we. Uh, well, I've got the bear carriages early on uh, where it starts chucking down uh, in their sort of uh, out beer garden that was slightly covered up. That was quite fun. Uh, did go to Cross Keys and had a couple of excellent pints of Silver King. It's probably the best kept Osset beer anywhere with Cross Keys in Nairsborough. Uh, it's a fantastic job there because that's close to the castle where the fireworks were from. So it's heaving, full of atmosphere. Uh, but we have to say the weather spoons are astonishing. I mean, I'm not over weather spoons. That one in Nairsborough, it's running like clockwork at the minute. It was spotlessly clean. Uh, there were no plates on the tables that you get everywhere. The floor was nothing on the floor. The tables were sticky. It's clean. It's modern. It's nice. Uh, there were 14 rail ales on. Uh, staff were great. Um, and I have to say the beer was incredibly well kept, wasn't it, Nick? For 149 a pint, Bruce. Can't go wrong, can you? Okay, with the 50 off vouchers, didn't we? I'd gone previously, my second visit with Jack. I'd gone earlier and I've been uh, desperately trying to get me 99p pint and 99p bells. And uh, in my last two attempts, I've uh, not been able to find it. So I, I've still got a lot a lot of those 50 vouchers <laughs> left. So me too. I, I yeah. think I need to share them with you guys because I don't get as well as much as you guys do. When are they going to expire? Well, mine says March 22 anyway on the on the year. So yeah, he's putting another year on them. And he's put of the year in him anyway. In, in, in one of his, either this this Times magazine or the time before, he said, uh, I'm honouring him. So my were, my 2021, February 2021, he says, they'll be valid until February 2022. So my Feb 2022 ones will be valid until Feb 2023. So, no, But I think a lot good. of people have actually thrown them away. Yeah. So as yeah. I say, the staff, it's such small print, the staff don't seem to stun the voucher too much yeah. anyway. And I say, I actually, I actually, uh, took a photograph of the page of the magazine on my iPad. So I've always got my iPad with it. So if a, if a member of staff does query it being out of date, I'm going to say, look, your Ed Onshaw says they're still valid, like so. But no, it uh, it makes for a, a cheap night out, doesn't it, Bruce, when you're uh, using those? So you see, as uh, as always every episode, we didn't actually visit any weather spoons on the trip, but we always get weather spoons in towards the end of it. And, and as yet, we've not mentioned, oh no, we have mentioned Sam Smith because obviously the commercial in Nairsborough is a Sam Smith book, yeah, so very good. I've said that so, weather spoon in Nairsborough was death without a shadow of a doubt by a country mile, the best weather spoons I've been yeah. to all year. Uh, it was being run perfectly and say 14 real ales on it, and they were kept really well, weren't they, Nick? Yeah, yeah, so I had what did I have? I had a pint of uh, Roosters YPA. Um, what else did I have? Yeah, quite quite a few nice Yorkshire beers. And what you you got me a Dill side, didn't you? Yeah, now drinking Dill the side, rat. Christmas uh, one, white rat. And I have to say, it's say with the pint of Green King IPA, the ninety nine p pint of Green King IPA. Even that was really quite nice. Yeah, <laughs> very good. So sounds like a really good Sunday. So. So yeah, that was our revisit to the Real Ale Trail. So, so we mentioned it in episode six. So again, if you maybe if you've got some time over Christmas, you might want to go back and listen to episode six, and then listen to episode twenty-seven and compare the two. Uh, the kind of our again, we know the whole idea of this podcast was where we were locked up, and not locked up, <laughs> we were locked down uh, mm. back in the in the in the throes of January 21, 22, Was thinking about where our trips would. So it's great that we're starting to live some of these trips, and I think we might need to. Pick another one. I fancy that East Yorkshire one. I think that'll be a good one to go on next that we did in again about episode five or six, and we, we might try and get down to the um, the, the pudding, the pudding, the pudding room um, uh, bar in in Ghoul, We said, didn't we as well? Yeah. So yeah. the plan next week, they're coming thinking fast at the moment. Is obviously Nick's coming down to uh, my end in Staffordshire next week, and so I promised him we're going we've got a short window of a couple of hours. So I'm going to take him to Stone, um, and we will visit the new Jewels uh, War, which is. Um, again, for those on YouTube, this is the old Jewels Wharf, which is unfortunately now a, uh, I think, a manufacturing company. But next to this is the brand new uh, 
Duel's War, where they spent a lot of money on that. Uh, we'll probably be, be able to squeeze in the Titanic pub. Um, we'll go to Weatherspoons because we can then use a couple of vouchers. Um, I think there's a beer festival still on. I think it is, isn't it? The Winter Festival. Yeah, well, they're extending the that till February, aren't they? Yeah. Well, it's, it's cheaper price to extend till February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I'll end up nicking in the in the uh, Stone Mecca, which is the Swan, which like, I mean, I'm sure will have a great range of fantastic beers on as well. So we'll catch up because I've done some work on this. When I think we talked about a few weeks ago about um, I'd, I'd uh, been to a talk by the uh, the, the CEO of Jewels and, and all the story behind that as well. So there's a bit of stuff there. So we'll put that together uh, and we'll do a podcast. Might try and rattle that out in the next couple of weeks. So, and then, guys, I think we're going to, we don't know what's quite happening yet over Christmas and whether we will be and where we'll be or <laughs> what will be happening. I see that um, our, our Omeron is, uh, is slightly up again today. Um, but we might try and catch up for a kind of a cheery Christmassy beers episode at some point as well. Uh, and we can just just cheek wish everybody a Me and Bruce out in York tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. Non-stop. Non-stop. Mm. No, but don't forget to get beers for him then. They've been there since August. In, in well, I can't because I'm going on train, man. <laughs> oh, you'd be all right. Care, Put in the big bag. <laughs> oh, aye. Carrying that around with me. Yeah. Put yeah, in the big bag. Needs, um, like bloody pasta to Saturday. again, like it was on Saturday to you two. Right, come on. No, nearly... no one of you bust twice size of me. You don't come on, we nearly, got, we nearly got through an old episode without arguing. So that yeah. was episode 27. That was the three of us, three men in a train uh, on the Real Ale Trail. So again, we'll probably get together again in another couple of weeks or so. Uh, just for Christmas. So, gents, have a good week. Have a good drink tomorrow night then. Stay safe. We'll, we'll, we'll see we'll yeah. you all soon. Bye. Bye.